2: Terms and conditions apply.
0: This is the best of two pros in a couple of Joe with Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. How
1: the hell are we feeling here on a Wednesday morning? Good. Yeah? Fired Great. up? Great. Yeah.
3: Good. Good. Excited? Good. Great. Yep.
1: Got some football conversation Wonderful. to be had. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like, congratulations to DeAndre Hopkins. He's no longer an Arizona Cardinal. It it's was official. official. Yeah, officially uh, he's no longer an Arizona Cardinal.
4: I mean, that that place, I, I think it's a great place to live. <sighs> it's, if, I mean, you asked Larry Fitzgerald. He, he, loved, he loved playing out there.
3: Uh, I mean, a lot so. of people love living there. That's for certain.
4: Yeah. yeah.
3: What about playing football there? Is that any fun? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I've played there. <laughs> it oh. is. It is, yeah, I played it is, there. It is kind of wild that they were in the playoffs less than two years ago. <laughs> like. They were in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, it was a long time ago, but they were in the Super Bowl. I mean, but like, a lot of teams can't say that.
1: It seemed like everything was was on the rise there. Like, man – cliff and kyler they've seen growth every single year no pun intended with kyler and then they get all the way to the playoffs no there <laughs> and uh and they show up in a playoff game and the rams stomp them out and then it's just downhill ever since like all the controversy with the contract the injuries to kyler murray it's just it's wild to think how fast the tables turn in the nfl just that's it No longer a relevant team, no longer part of the conversation in the NFC, and now battling it out to be the worst team in the NFL this upcoming season. Good God, man. But at least you hosted a Super Bowl. Well, DeAndre Hopkins is gone. He's no longer an Arizona Cardinal. Now the big speculation becomes, where's he going to end up? Step right up, Massage Watson. Oh, wow. Of your Cleveland Browns, Brady Quinn who was at a charity golf tournament yesterday, talking about his relationship with DeAndre Hopkins. They spent a lot of time together in Houston. Obviously, there's the Clemson connection as well, too but it was DeAndre Hopkins and Deshaun Watson who had some really good years there with the Texans. And so here was the now current Browns quarterback talking about DeHop.
5: Well, me and DeHop, we just naturally talk. We've been talking since, you know, the Houston days. And then also whenever he left for Arizona, we were always talking. So, you know, he's always been a brother of mine since yeah. I was coming out of high school. Our connection, our relationship has always been great. Uh, and I know there's a lot of things swirling around in the media of, you know, him possibly coming to Cleveland. And, you know, for me, My answer to that is, of course, we would love the album. Uh, He knows that. Um, We had a lot of connections, but, you know, that's kind of out of my (laughs) range of things, of kind of coordinating things. So all I can do is you know, make a call and, and see what happened, let A.B. do the rest. I think any situation for D.Hot would be perfect for him, but of course, you know, with me having another weapon uh, along with all the other great weapons we have in that locker room and in that room, uh, we, we always love to add talent. And then, you know, for me, my answer to that is, of course, we would love the album. Uh, he knows that. Um, we had a lot of connections, but, you know, that's kind of out of my (laughs) range of things of kind of coordinating things. So all I can do is, you know, make a call and and see what happens let A.B. do the rest. I think any situation for D-Hot would be perfect for him. But, of course, you know, with me having another weapon, uh, along with all the other great weapons we have in that locker room and in that room, uh, we, we always love to add talent.
1: Man, it's tough to hear his voice now and not just think a bunch of stuff. I don't know what
3: it is because I mean his first name is massage (laughs) that's true and he's got like that very calm (laughs) subtle massage voice yeah I don't know
1: it's like you know trying to focus on what he's saying I'm just thinking man oh man 60 different massage therapists like I just can't get that out of my head Uh, but uh, nonetheless, that is the speculation that that could be one of the spots we talked about it yesterday. That they were uh, how how high atop the list were the Cleveland Browns, Brady? They were uh, they weren't one and two. That they, was
4: they were. I thought actually twenty to one last time I looked. I mean, so they were they were actually pretty far down there. Um, and one of you mentioned yesterday just the the breakup between Hopkins moving on and and Watson kind of staying and. What all went into that? There, there was some speculation. Who knows what's true, what's not? But the reality is Cleveland's going to have to find a way to make it work within their cap because, quite honestly, Deshaun Watson's contract takes up a significant portion of it. And beyond that, if, if, you're, if you're DeAndre Hopkins and you've been through some turmoil in Houston, you, you've been through turmoil with the Arizona Cardinals, Do you want to go to a place where if the Browns don't win, is Kevin Stefanski there next year? No. So why would you want to go to a place, unless you're just that close with Deshaun Watson and you feel like they could pay you the highest contract? And I don't know that they even can. But why would you want to go to a place like that, as opposed to Buffalo or Kansas City, teams that apparently were potentially talking about trade offers it didn't work out but now they've got the opportunity to give their pitch and deandre hopkins when he talked on the podcast about what he was looking for and quarterbacks he'd like to play with he didn't mention watson Yeah, Mm. he mentioned a a number of quarterbacks but watson wasn't one of them
3: Mm. i mean when you think about it that way that kind of makes it kind of short and simple uh listen he's getting paid by arizona they had to release him, so I, I still say he's playing with house money. Why would you choose Cleveland if you're playing with house money, unless you believe that you're you're one player away from that team being what it was supposed to be? You know, juice, juice, and uh, OBJ—they weren't able to change the the fortunes of of Cleveland like tremendously. Not together, at least. I mean, I know they made the playoffs, but I don't even know that OBJ was OBJ a part. He wasn't a part of that playoff run team. Was I don't he? He think got he injured. Was. Right? Yeah, I think he got or injured. Was, got yeah. released before season was up. Uh, regardless, it just didn't seem like that worked out when they were loaded with all of that talent. Now, granted, they didn't have Deshaun Watson that quarterback, but are we looking at Cleveland like they're you know they're in a better position than? You know, the teams that that Deshaun Watson is looking at in Buffalo or in Kansas City, I'd say not.
1: He uh, The quarterbacks you mentioned that Brady pointed out, Mahomes, Jackson, obviously Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, uh, Justin Herbert. So not even did he not mention Deshaun Watson or Massage Watson, as we call him, but he mentioned another guy in the division.
3: I can see Lamar I can see the L.A. Chargers being the destination. That seems to be the most likely of destinations, if if you ask me, they'd be loaded, man. I mean, that seems likely. It's it's good weather. It's a it's a it's a nice place to be. It's it's L. A. You know, if you've paid attention to, to uh, D. Hop, he has built a brand, and even his mother has built a brand um, outside of the game of football. He's been in fashion. You know, he was connected to. Um, adidas in terms of cer- certain things that you know he's been developing so i could see this being a market that that works for him and if if justin herbert is the player that everybody thinks he's he's you know evolving into and 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 is going to be i could see i could see the chargers being a a tremendously nice fit and opportunity for d hop to give a an instant instant boost to and and maybe take them to that that next level out of all the other teams
4: it it checks boxes right it it checks the the football hey i want to try to have a shot at maybe winning something because you feel like with herbert you've got a shot and then it checks the off the field if if that matters to him as well at this point in time in his career because he's what 30 years old yeah i mean those things start to creep in your mind around that age about life after football Um, But that's also why I look at New York and say whether it's the Jets, you have Rodgers, you have a team that might be trying to say, we have a window of opportunity, we're going all in, and we're going to figure out a way to make this work, and it's New York. So you know, really both New York teams could use him. I don't know that he wants to go to the Giants, even though it's a great organization, and Daniel Jones could potentially take a, a big step in his second year with Brian Dable. But the Jets should be one of those teams that he would look at or want to look at just now with Rodgers there and the fact that, yeah, you've got Wilson and Alan Lazard, some other pieces that he's comfortable with. But that's a team right away that you say, OK, that, that could be a contender. That's in a big city where you talk about your brand and everything off the field, you make it there, or you, you, you make it anywhere.
1: Uh, so when it comes to and you mentioned him being 30 years old, the talk is always well. If you uh, once a wide receiver hits 30, it's kind of downhill from there. But don't you do you look at it differently with Hopkins just because he is coming off the worst two seasons of his careers, but of his career? But you know we had the injuries a couple of years ago. And then he had the suspension for the uh, gas shampoo he took that apparently uh, made him piss hot and get flagged and get suspended a bunch of games by the NFL. And then obviously the end of last season was kind of bizarre, whether or not he could have played and then didn't play, and then the organization got pissed and they they lied about a knee injury and that's why he wasn't part of the last two games. So when you look at his decline the last two years, do you look at it as him as a player or is that situation or that dictated? How he performed and how he played the final two seasons in Arizona.
4: I mean, I, I think you have to look at it because he only played nine games, and even the season before that, ten games. Kind of like a, a yards per game average. I mean, two years ago was I think his his lowest. It was not good, even though their their season was good that year, though, right? I mean, that was the year they the Arizona won what ten games? Yeah so it's kind of odd that it actually came his lack of production came at the the expense of uh, or i guess his ex- his lack of production came at, at the expense of the team's success but you know last year he he still was catching for about 80 yards a game which if you if you go through his career it's not necessarily near the highest but it's not it was better than that year it, it's 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 you know it's somewhere in there that's respectable and it, it's a good number um receptions per game was up there i mean he, he, his numbers may have been down in totality, but if he plays out a full 17-game season, he's probably putting up similar stats to what you saw his first year in Arizona or what you saw previously in, in Houston. So I, I don't know that he's that far behind. I think it's just a matter of he's going to be on the field for 17 games. And that might be one of the biggest questions about it, is whether or not he, he can stay out there for that long.
3: I think another question you throw out there is, is he motivated enough to do, do so? I think we all know when when guys are motivated and their belief factor is is high, um, they're they're able to do things that you would have not thought that they were going to to do. And I, I almost feel as though DeAndre Hopkins is telling us, "I did not believe in Kyler Murray, I did not believe in his ability to get me the ball." And when you don't have that type of belief for somebody, I don't know that you're going to push yourself to to those those limits you may be you you know trying to do self-preservation
4: do you believe in calamari i mean i believe in calamari you put that as an appetizer i mean
3: it just depends on how good the marinara sauce is yeah if his sauce is good then i'm gonna go with him but if that Mm -hmm. sauce ain't good on the side man i just i've never been one to really really believe in in calamari if if it's all by itself, do you guys eat the little octopus that come
1: in a calamari? Like you know, some yes, of that, that, absolutely. That is so nasty. No, I think whoa, that's the best part. Whoa, you eat the little baby octopus? Yes, that come, that's man, the best part. That makes me want to puke. Why? Ew, it's just why would so you say that? It's just so gross. Like it's, it's just the best all the part. all the the legs. Just thinking about what they crawled on to get to that plate, and it's like it's you're just, the best
3: part. No, I know it whoa. crawled onto the, to that plate to get to my mouth. Oh. Yeah. Oh wow. There you go.
1: Now here is the other part with, with calamari. marinara sauce, though, but but it's it, got to
3: have something with it. It also can be a little too chewy. Some calamari sometimes even with like kind of like of a may- mayonnaise sauce, like, yeah, like a spicy mayo, like a, a yeah, or like a aioli type of yeah. sauce, like yeah. I mean, I think it's just got to the 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 calamari's got to just ha- it's got to have something with it, and I think that that's relevant and it applies to the main conversation of what we're saying. It's got to have, the calamari has to have something with it for me to believe in it. Do
1: you think calamari would have more than four wins this upcoming season? No.
3: Okay. It's not enough. It's not, it's no, where's the marinara sauce? Where, where's the sauce? Not with the Cardinals because that's where's where they're the projected sauce? to go. Oh, there you
1: go. Yeah, four and 13. Well, so sounds about right. Eleven and six to four and thirteen, and they're just keeping the pace at four wins this upcoming year. What a bad football team! Is anybody even in the conversation for being as bad as Arizona this year? I don't even think it's uh, there's even anybody. I, Houston seems like they have some direction at least.
4: I, I think the interesting thing about like you saying they're going to be so bad is if you look at the track record of or organization, they've had their dips, but they've usually been competitive. I mean, I. I don't know. It's 17 games. It's hard to win less than what's their over under set for wins? 55 Is it a half? Four and five half. now? Whatever it is. Four and a half. It's hard in a 17 game season to to win less than that, and especially in today's NFL, where I think when you look at the schedule and, and that division and everything else, I mean, they could win a week seven or a week 18 game where the other team's not playing the starters. They could win a, a week one game where it just surprises you out the gate. I mean, there, there's always those possibilities. I think it's funny that you're being so hard on them because they're <laughs> historically they've actually been a pretty competitive organization, maybe despite some of their internal flaws, which some of some of that's come to light um, in regards to Michael Bidwell and maybe how they've they've operated the team. Um, so it's it, it, it's interesting. Like I, I know Hopkins is out, but um, he had missed a good amount of time, even the even in their best year in recent history when they won 11 games. Yeah.
1: They might start off 0 13. Just looking at their schedule, they might start off 0 13.
4: Okay, let's do this. All right. At Washington, to start off, if they win a game in their first 13 games, what are you going to do? <laughs> What's the bet? I mean, the
3: Q loves this. I'm not. <laughs> because, because he
1: gets. He's going get to, one, to, one he's gonna to because, he's gonna get his sex change back to man. One day he's going to own up to it. He's
3: going to get his sex change back to a man. Let me That's tell you what
1: happens. Because Brady goes to the production staff and he gets two different things that I've said. He gets them to splice it together. And then you get mm. what happened a few years ago for the Tony Romo contract where I said when he was renegotiating with CBS that there was no way he was going to get $10 million a year. And then Brady uh, told the production staff to slice together a couple of pieces of sound.
4: Can we add Lee in here? Because I feel like Lee, who is, is the production staff, or at least part of it, and was there for that, he could shed some light on this. Lee?
2: Yeah, there was no doctrine in this uh, soundbite whatsoever. <laughs> oh, yeah. you're, you're, you're a credible
1: source, Lee, when it comes to this I mean, stuff.
3: He is the source. He
1: li- they literally took two different people. You can, you can clearly hear that's on your, the audio no, that there was That's your producer, editing.
3: dog. Come on, man. Lee, it,
1: do we have the sound so you can clearly hear the editing of me disputing whether or not uh, Tony Romo was going to get $10 million dollars a year?
4: Efforting,
3: yeah. efforting Tony Romo. If,
4: if we do find it, I want people to listen. I want them to listen hard. And I want them to listen for that that edit that. What, what words was edited between Jonas?
1: Uh, there were so many different edits. I can't even keep track of all of it. That, that just,
4: many for yeah, like a, a three lot. second clip?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of stuff done there. A lot of splicing together.
3: Uh, Brady. It has been done. It's been known to happen. Yeah. I
4: mean, Levar. I, I would think if you want to have like a realistic excuse. You just say it's AI. You don't even yeah. say it's real. You, you know what? You, you say it's that new technology. That where is, like,
3: that's a great point.
4: Dude, I saw a video of Morgan Freeman oh, talking. God.
3: How's his is hand that,
4: doing? Well, I, I don't know how his hand's doing. I didn't, I didn't see his hand. I, just, I saw what looked to be Morgan Freeman talking for about a minute. None of it was real. It was completely <laughs> AI really? generated. It looked like him. It sounded like him. And I'm going, this is a problem. Like, yeah. this is what potentially could trick everyone in the world to thinking something that they shouldn't be thinking right now. Yeah. It's a problem.
3: Yeah. Well, you know, I think Lee has it.
1: And here it is. Let's hear the edit. By the way, if Tony Roma gets $10 million a year,
3: I'm getting a sex change.
2: Now, if I edited that, I did a very, very good job. You're which, great you know, at editing. Very capable of
3: doing, it. Let's do it one no. more time. Let's do it one more time. Here are the edits.
2: By the way,
1: if Tony Romo gets $10 million a year, I'm getting a sex change. He,
4: he damn near co- almost got double that, completely. which is what's which is what's kind of so, interesting. So right? I, I went back.
1: Yeah, so I did it twice. Now I'm back to normal. Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, 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 I
4: wasn't saying that oh, at all. Okay. I'm just saying he damn near almost <laughs> got double that amount. <laughs>
1: yeah, been, uh, but but Jonas is so, still a man. Uh, I'm not going to. I'm not going
4: to. <laughs> I'm not going to.
1: I'm not going to, to put anything on the line when it comes to the Arizona Cardinals. I just think they're going to be a bad football team i'll say yeah. that and so uh, you're, then you're
3: not fully believing then yeah but uh-huh. you don't pay off your bets fully either oh, so you know there's that
1: so the attacks just me just being attacked
3: here. that's going to be ten dollars uh,
1: ten dollars now yeah ten dollars after being wrongly accused of saying something i didn't say on the air and now i'm getting popped ten dollars that'll
3: be another ten
1: dollars
4: why do you keep saying you didn't say it here, you Lamar, did.
1: i got your 20 right here Okay, there it
3: is. That'll be another $10. <laughs> okay,
1: I don't have 30 on me. All I got is 20.
3: Golly, you racking them up. Uh, all right, it is two pros and a cup of Joe boy. here on Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> it's Lavar yeah, Arrington,
1: boy. Brady Quinn, Jonas boy. Knox with you from Jonas the tire studios.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeart Radio app.
1: What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? he took plays it took part in the bubble championship that that happened at disney world next to the teacups but would you say that this upcoming week is the biggest week of jimmy butler's professional career as a basketball player
4: uh yeah, yeah I, I think it's fair to say i mean it, he's won a gold medal before hasn't he uh
1: did he, was he on a gold medal team
4: i thought he was yeah maybe not though i some of those teams like didn't exactly uh yeah, overachieved. Yeah, they didn't. Fare I well. mean,
3: do you look at? Do we look at the Olympics and getting getting a goal being bigger than winning? Winning. I don't a world know. Title? Would, would
4: you? I mean, we didn't. Our sport really didn't have something like right. that. But like, yeah, would I don't you know. look at it that way?
3: That's I, what I'm asking. I, I don't know. I, that, I I think it's a valid question. That, I wasn't even trying to be sarcastic or anything. No. I I think. I, I think that's uh, a, a legitimate question.
1: Women's gymnastics, especially team competition. Okay. Uh, Sydney. Mean, come on. What? I mean, just come on. What? What's what?
4: We we don't need to go that direction. But in, in all mean? seriousness, like, if <laughs> I mean, you'd have to say it is without, without a wish. doubt. <laughs> you'd have to say it is without a doubt uh, professionally in the NBA. But like, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah,
3: professionally, it means, you know. I mean, it's not every day you get an opportunity to try to win either one of them. Right. You know, right. so I don't. I don't know which one would be bigger, but. In terms of his professional career, this is 100% the biggest moment of his professional career. Well, you Red. You, you would, would think Red. that uh, that he'd be a little focused on the series and the game. Oh, he is. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Tell me. Tell me why. you. Uh-oh. Got some info here. What you got there,
1: brother? I got a distraction. Okay. And I got a distraction. A distracted Jimmy Buck, Buckets and Butler getting ready for the NBA Finals. Both of them? And this is why. All right, we'll clean that up in the podcast. Make me sound professional. Uh, This is why. According to Josh Gerben, who's a trademark attorney, Jimmy Butler has recently filed a trademark for the phrase "Himmy Buckets. (laughs) He intends to launch a Himmy Buckets brand of coffee, beer, soda, and bottled water. Clothing and coffee cups will be a part of the brand as well.
3: What's wrong with that? Well, what he should that be He should be focused on taking on the Denver Nuggets. Do you not think that he has a a you know a team of people who are handling that for him?
4: <laughs> you think he's filing that himself? Travis? Probably.
3: He's going online, oh, he doing is. all the research, yeah. and and trying to get this stuff done. He oh. seems like he's a like
4: you.
1: Is guy. that what you are saying? Yeah. He's like it he seems like a hands-on guy. Okay. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I would assume that he would be more focused on the actual series itself. You know, a big moment for him, and instead. He's focused on trademarking Hemi Buckets, which is so cheesy. And for some reason, it's probably going to sell a a gazillion dollars worth of product.
3: You have (sighs) so much natural hate in you, bro. And you do it every show. What do you mean? You have this natural hate mechanism. Like, I don't know, man. I just, listen, if there's a perfect time to to start launching and advertising a brand it would be while everyone's paying attention to your brand while they're paying right. attention to you it doesn't mean that he's doing it it means that that it makes sense that the people around him that that have good business acumen at least seemingly based off of this this decision at least somebody has an idea of okay if we're gonna launch something this is the perfect time to do so he just got the MVP of the the Eastern uh, Finals. He's he's a hot topic. Uh, everybody's talking about his team. They're going to play in the in the, the the championship round. I mean, it's a perfect time to to build a brand if you're going to do it, based based off of someone who is well one of the biggest brands in the series. So. Right. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I you, find you better do it now
4: it. before you get swept by Denver. I mean, I mean that's right? Or who what? Jonas, you said Denver and five. Yeah, Nuggets and five. The storyline like, could like change real
3: quick. What do you mean? Yeah. yeah, I mean, what do you mean? What do I mean? <laughs> if they get if they getting swept or they getting beat up in and by five games, I mean. The, the the narrative could change very quickly, so he can no longer be himmy buckets if they uh, get I mean, wiped out like that. It's
1: best
4: to now. Yeah, it's
3: it's best to launch just, now.
4: Yeah, those those t shirts aren't making as much money if you're <laughs> getting swept. I'm just saying. So Dude, why
3: now? So if they if they
1: were on the verge of going to game seven. Why wouldn't he have filed the trademark before
3: Game Seven? Why, well, why wouldn't he know? have? Well, it w- because they could have lost Game Seven. Yeah, but seven. they were still alive. They could have lost but that. They could have but- lost Game Seven. So why why announce the the launching of it? Why I, I was versus versus oh, winning geez. the Eastern Eastern Conference title, getting the Eastern Eastern MVP? Wh- why would you not announce that now, like right now? And you got a little bit of time before they play. They don't play till what Ju- June sixth right no they play what, uh thursday night thursday yeah. night when is that yeah, next next thir- is that tomorrow tomorrow night yeah dang tomorrow's thursday yeah huh? time flies well anyway i i'm just saying why not get it in there in between in between the series it doesn't affect the series yeah no
1: now are you going to be a distraction now what what do you guys
3: think of uh hemi buckets on a brand of coffee i'm going to buy the coffee you think so absolutely
1: but doesn't he have – Don't
3: you want what's in the coffee he's drinking, the way he's playing? That's what you're hoping for, right? A lot of people are like, let me get that coffee I, cup. I,
1: I think I'd rather have Caleb, Caleb Martin's coffee at this point. I think he should have been the Eastern Conference
3: MVP. Well, he was balling. Yeah. He was but balling.
1: Lee, what? What? doesn't he have a big face big coffee? Face.
4: Yeah, big face.
1: So yeah. he's got dueling coffee brands?
4: Yeah, that's, that's what you do nowadays. You, okay. you just try to create your own market. And people are like, no, I like big face, and like, no, I like the other one. And You're like, wait a second, it's actually the same guy. Huh? Uh -huh. Huh. (laughs) Didn't see that coming. Wow.
3: (laughs) You know? There you go.
4: You're like, hey, our brand of coffee appeals. Uh, to LeVar and, and Lee, and then the other brand of coffee appeals to Jonas, you know?
3: Yeah, soft hands that use hand lotion. I haven't used hand lotion yet today. They have soft hand lotion users and, that, that like well, that I, I just I
4: noticed that Lavar and Lee were on one side and, and Jonas was on the other.
3: So. I noticed that, So too. So what yeah. you're saying is light coffee versus black coffee is what I did
4: saying. I did not know. Well, getting getting well first uh-huh.
3: off— uh-huh.
4: I mean, Lee's
3: not black. Racist. Uh, uh, Leroy is though.
1: (laughs) Just everything about him.
3: Uh Uh
4: Uh Uh (laughs) It is a bold strategy, though, to start building out another market.
3: I mean, Lee is perfect for that. I mean, that's Lee would understand it. He's Lee, and he's Leroy. Like Lee likes this type of of things. Like you know, uh, he, he he listens to the guy who who's the guy, Margaritaville. Oh, Jimmy Buffett. Buffett. Yeah. yeah. You got the Jimmy Buffett and then you got the Jimmy Butler.
1: Do, <laughs> no, do, 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 I, do, do, I heard that. I heard <laughs> Lee, Lee told me off the air that he would like it more if his name was Jerome Buffett.
3: <laughs> you like you like G- the Jimmy Buffett G- on G- this G- side G- and Jimmy G- Cliff on that the other yeah, side. Yeah, I know? don't know if uh, <laughs> Lee, Lee's a big fan either way. Yep, uh,
1: now, that being said, I do have a couple of things courtesy of our friends at DraftKings when it comes to Himmy Buckets or Jimmy Butler, whatever you want to call him, whatever coffee he's going to uh, put together next week or the week after. Point total for game one, 27 and a half for him he buckets hmm. how are we feeling about 27 and a half as the point total for jimmy butler uh, jimmy butler as we had into that game
3: i'm gonna take I mean, the under on that man yeah I, for them to have it, a chance they gotta he, D he's D gotta score, got score they're gonna the D him up
4: the other thing they do really well is they spread the floor so well with with caleb martin and vincent and and duncan robinson and uh Strauss. um they they have so many shooters what makes it what makes it difficult is if you devote too much attention to Butler he'll penetrate kick out wide open three if the guys on the perimeter start hitting then they could play isolation basketball where they can you know put him on one side and essentially put everyone on the other side or or even set up like a pick and roll scenario so i they they could do so much with him and with the way their team is is constructed. I, I think he I think he'll get it cuz last game he started off really slow and then like by the end of it you're like, "Oh, okay." Like he, he just kind of subtly plugs away and makes some tough buckets and just finds ways of getting points.
1: And they pointed out that he last game and the, once he realized, "Hey, I can get to the basket. Stop hesitating. Yeah. Just get there." And they were pointing it out that was he a little yeah, bit the intimidated. Pump fade thing. Yeah. I was like,
4: "What is that?" Like every time I'm like, "Just go to the rim strong, dude." You're Jimmy buckets. Take it strong.
3: Yeah, I would think if they're going to have any Like your coffee. That might be the name of one of his coffees. Oh,
4: that could be it. Take
3: it strong. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Straight yeah. to the bucket. Now,
1: there's also plus 225, the team's first field goal, being Jimmy Butler uh, heading into this game, plus 225. I'd Yo- take that. Jokic is
4: plus 170.
3: I'd take the Jimmy Butler one. I'd take
4: neither. You want some longer odds, you know?
3: Hmm. You have it a little quick hitter. You know,
1: a little bump, I, I just like know. something quick to get you in there. I'd like say Jimmy no. Butler's started. the first
4: one to knock him down. Who else you got in there as far as odds? You got to have someone at like plus 800.
1: Uh, you've got Max Struce that you mentioned, plus 500. Strews, there you go. Aaron Gordon, plus 550. Uh, KCP, uh, Contavious Caldwell Pope, yeah. uh, plus 500. He, he's a good I, one. I, li-
4: I like him. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good
1: one, Michael Porter Jr. Under the Hell radar, yeah. plus yeah. four fifty. That's a, a good one. PJ, That's another, a good one. possibility as well too. So yeah. that could be a first yeah, field sprinkle. goal. You sprinkle,
3: you know, small sprinkle, sprinkle yeah. me mine. Yeah. sprinkle so, on, uh, it's on. just a, a little, bit shots. Of that, uh, little bit of a little bit of sprinkling. Yeah, that was my E forty, you Isn't know, personation. E40? Just so you know, yeah, yeah, you because know, his team ain't even in the games no more. You know what I mean? Yeah. By
1: the way, was UB-40 a ripoff
3: of E-40? No. No. UB-40 was was out before E-40. my I
4: mean, first off, don't disrespect UB-40 like that, okay? That's true. Red Wine might be one of the greatest songs
3: ever. It's one of them. It's up there. That's
4: not hyperbole either. You you try to put on Red Wine,
0: and you tell me you're not going to have a good time. Everybody
3: knows it, too. The moment that song comes on, everybody knows what it is. Yeah.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific.
4: Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting, or even shows like HBO's Ballers. But what you don't know is, for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray depression, anxiety, so now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it, give it words, listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Right now, we turn it over to another Wednesday tradition himself, the one and only Petros Papadakis, the co-host of the Petros and Money Show on the Blowtorch. AM 570 LA Sports, a Fox College football analyst, and you can get him on Twitter at the
6: old P. P, what's happening? Good morning morning to everybody hello 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 you guys want to talk about red red wine is that why you played it yes we We want to hear more thoughts thoughts? we want to hear some more patois. no more patois but red red wine was uh (laughs) red red wine's a cover of a neil diamond song right i think so yeah okay but it's not really a cover of a neil diamond song because ub40 is a cover band And they mostly only play covers, but they're covering Jamaican hits from, like, the 60s and 70s. So they're covering the Red Red Wine by a guy named Ken Booth, and that's that cover. And it was a huge number one. Now, do you know what a UB-40 is? No. A UB-40 is an unemployment check in England, which Mm. is where the band met. It's a massive band that used to be a bunch of guys in it. And they have black guys, like the guy that's saying, you know, "Red, red wine, you make me feel so fine, you keep me rocking." That guy, uh, Astro, he's dead. Oh wow! So that he was kinda bl- sucked. He and was black
1: though. I thought I didn't couldn't. He tell. was black. He
3: was okay. black though. Just, he I was black. Oh. And uh,
6: there are two. Oh. There are two UB forty brothers, and there are two UB forties now. Because the brothers hate each other. Mm. <laughs> There's one brother who sounds nothing like the UB40 guy that we all know his voice. That's Ali Campbell. The brother sounds like crap. Mm. And they perform as UB40. Now, if you want to see UB40 that sounds good, it's UB40 with Ali Campbell. Mm. And that's the UB40 that you want to see. Because Ali Campbell, the guy with the weird white guy voice... <laughs> still sounds really good and they still come out with uh well up until like four or five years ago they were still making new music so hmm. there you go jeez Pete, how do you know all that no man. kidding i'm just gonna ask i don't know i don't really have a real job and i don't leave the basement much wow
1: hmm. yeah but this feels like like what got you into it's reggae like rain, to man, begin
6: bro. with did you have you a know teammate that. we had a we had a uh, jamaican nanny while my parents ran the oh, restaurant that's right night. that's right that's right Right. So, but UB40 is a British band, a very big British band because reggae is huge in Britain, and I think it mostly came through uh, Birmingham was where it all started because that's where the Jamaican.
3: Oh, the picky were. blinders
6: yeah (laughs) that's what (laughs) oh Tommy they gave us the worst job Tommy Uh, but they (laughs) but uh, that's uh that's that's kind of where a lot I don't know where UB40 is from exactly but I would imagine you know some industrial British town where people are depressed and learned about reggae through uh black immigrants
1: Mm. well you know where we're from Petros it's about OE40 you know what I mean you know what I what? mean
6: Old English Yeah damn right <clears throat> Yeah I saw a gif or whatever they call those What what do they call it when it moves GIF. A meme A gif, GIF. GIF. Meme, Okay know. so then this was a meme And it had a picture of a 40 Of a old English and St. Ides And like Mickey's or something Yeah And it said, "This is what we drank, and you drank white claw. You drink white claw. Yeah, you know we are not the same. (laughs) That's Uh, right. You know, and and there's like a lot of that Gen X stuff. Like, you know, if you did this, you know, if you know what this is, then you're a certain age, and you're not the same as all these soft ass losers. (laughs) And uh, it is true. I mean, when when a giant forty ounce of malt liquor in a fifteen year old's hand was like the normal thing, as opposed to whatever people drink now, like Jello shots." Uh, it is, it was a little bit of a, I'll never forget, you know, cause my older brother, you'll appreciate this LeVar was, uh, my older brother was at SC when I was still in high school. Right. So I would go up to USC, which is like 25 minutes from where we live. And I'd be into a world of college football. You know, you're, you're at high school. You know, you're sitting in in geometry with a boner all uncomfortable. (laughs) And then the next thing you know, at 4 o'clock, you know, you're playing dominoes with Kyle Waholtz. You know, Mm -hmm. it was very, it was a a whole different world. And when I drove up to SC or when I was driven, uh, there was a big billboard right off the 110 on the exit. And it had a dude all dressed up and, you know, in gigantic pants like we used to wear (laughs) in the 90s. And he was, like, stepping across the billboard in these big-ass pants. It was a cartoon guy. And he was holding a big old English 40. And it said, step to the real. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) And I just remember being a kid like, damn! Step to the real! You know? And, uh, you know, but that, like, that culture and that whole thing, like, I'll never forget when the Chronic video came out and the DOC, whose throat was all messed up, made an appearance... And they said, you know, they opened the fridge with all those forties in it, and it said, "Like my homie DOC, no one can do it better." Like this, <laughs> you know, That was
3: that, and like this, and yeah, uh,
6: that hit very different, you know, because the DOC's album was a big deal to everybody. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, we don't drink White Claw and hot uh, uh, water. There were no Zimas in that fridge. You're saying, you mm-hmm. know, Zima was a thing, yeah, and people did. There was like a Zima crew. You know, what happened to Zima? It's still around. Is it? Yeah. I mean, what happened to Zima is everything is Zima now. Like, that that's concept of, like, a clear malt beverage is pretty widespread now. And everybody likes to drink those weird—like, they give me terrible indigestion. I can't drink those canned drinks. I can't do it. Yeah. Just a whiskey on the rocks, kids.
1: Yeah. Whiskey on the rocks.
3: There you it's go. There. Keep it healthy. Mm. Keep it smooth. Yeah, yeah, that's what the kids want. <laughs>
4: petros uh i I do want to ask you a a sports question in regards to just you know conference realignment we're hearing news colorado's looking at bolting to go back to the big 12 they are yeah
3: how do you feel about that
6: yeah how do you feel i mean isn't that i mean this this stuff that we talk about and we're like oh my god can you believe colorado's talking to the big 12 it's like yeah colorado utah and the arizona's are gone They're as good as gone. You've chalked them up as gone in your head. I feel that way, yeah. And then, of course, I think Oregon and Washington are going to get into whatever the next Big Ten machination is. Maybe probationary wise because they don't have a new deal, but I think that they're going to go there. I think that news about Oregon and Washington, like all this stuff, the Pac 12 is talking like solidarity, and we're going to, it's like all that goes out the window when one of these conferences whispers in your ear and gives you the invite. Because right now, let's be honest, if you're in the Pac-12, you're on a sinking ship. Now, the funny thing is, you know, us West Coast types, you hear Big 12 and you think, oh, Texas, Oklahoma. It's like, yeah, they're leaving. <laughs> so what is the Big 12 going to be? It's going to be Ames, Iowa. It's it's going to be that kind of thing. What's so, wrong with
4: Ames, Iowa? Hey, you Fort, been... Fort Worth, Texas, baby. Horned frogs.
6: Yeah, and that's that's not a big school. You know, I mean, I'll never forget. I mean, they're great programs, you know what I mean? But it's just it's hard to imagine much like the Pac-12 without SC and UCLA. I don't know if we're going to have to imagine a Pac-12 like that because I I don't think it's going to exist. But we are going to have to imagine a Big 12 without Texas and Oklahoma because we're going to get that in functional time. And they are going to add a bunch of teams. And I'm pretty sure, in fact, reasonably sure, that those are the the four corner schools, I guess is what you'd call them, is what's going to be added. Now, the one thing I thought that was a little weird was we would never do this if it wasn't okay with Coach Prime. It's like, Okay. <laughs> Coach Prime's going to be coaching Florida State in like two days. You know, I mean, oh, okay. do
3: you know what I'm saying? Like though,
6: it. like, don't don't just give the keys to the kingdom. They're selling Coach a seventy five dollar Coach Prime sweatshirt Coach Prime <laughs> on the Colorado website that just Coach says Prime Prime. That's all it says. That's it. It, it. Wait, what is it? So it just says Prime, nothing else. Like Colorado logo, but just Prime.
1: Hey, they did bring in over $200,000 up their
6: spring game, Petros. It's they're already, making they're making money off. hand over fist. But always be cautious of teams that celebrate in the off-season. Mm. Teams that have off-season celebrations regarding transfers and recruiting and hey, we built a new stadium or hey, we hired this coach, generally those are not teams that are going to be celebrating a lot of victories in the fall. And I don't know what's going to happen with Colorado, but as I've seen it, first of all, he hired Tim Brewster and he retweets Tim Brewster all the time. Tim Brewster is a weirdo. <laughs> oh, that's wow. not somebody you want to be around. Like, so that, that's a red flag for me. A. Wait, you mean to stand up? Yeah. That guy, sit down, stand yeah, up. He used to work at Fox like before your time Bray. <laughs> he was yeah. a one and done. Was he telling people to stand up back then? He was telling people all kinds of weird stuff. Oh, He's a weird geez. dude. So you hire that guy to go and mother F everybody and run around and yell at the team. It's like, my God, everything that Dion has done gives me a sinking suspicion. I have no idea. And he's obviously one of the great football players of all time. And he did a great job at Jackson and all that. But the more I see from what's happening
4: in Colorado, the more I think this guy doesn't know what he's doing. Well, what do you mean? I mean, Joel, Joel proves this. He's all in. He's, I know. He's hashtag all in. I know, I in. know. And,
6: that, and, and that's why I have faith that it's going to work out. <laughs> yeah. And when I stare in the mirror, I say, you're wrong. Your instincts about this are wrong. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I do. I really do. But uh, Hard right hand by Patrick. You don't even know. You don't even know how. <laughs> but uh, I, I. Where's he at, by
3: the way? The more and more I see. <laughs> Toxic work environment.
6: Yeah. HR nightmare. The more I see this situation develop in Colorado and this guy just, you know, dressed like a cowboy and it says prime and (laughs) doesn't say Colorado anywhere. And I don't know. And, and, you know, we would never think about. Sorry, we're going to stay in the Pac-12 and live on the bottom of the ocean and die like one of those skeletons in a fish tank swaying back and forth, holding (laughs) onto a captain's wheel because Coach Prime didn't want to go to the Big 12. (laughs) Sorry, we're not going to save our program monetarily for the next 20 years by jumping conferences because Coach Prime didn't want to. Like, what an asinine statement. Uh, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, I, I'm interested to see, like everybody else, what happens with Colorado. I think Colorado football has been weighed down for a long time. Growing up, Colorado football was the thing in the Southern California. People wanted to go there. People wanted to play for New Heisel or – uh, McCartney. It was a cool spot. It really was. Yeah. It people, still is a
4: cool spot.
6: It's a cool spot, but it's not thought of as like a football destination for recruits in California anymore, yeah. which is a big deal probably for the in the Big Twelve situation because they want to get back into Texas. Texas. Back. Yeah. Well, that's a big problem with Nebraska and why they hired Matt Rule. Right? They want to get back into Texas. Matt Rule, a guy with more of an East Coast background, but I remember when he was at Baylor. And I loved what he did at Baylor. And that was somebody yeah. I was really impressed with. And, you know, they were really crappy, so I did a lot of their games and watched them develop. <clears throat> and uh, watching that was really interesting. And he did not like flying, you know, Matt Rule. Yeah. So he would be in Texas, and he just he bought a pickup truck that came with a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> and he, did, he, did, he never picked the shotgun up. He was like, I, they keep telling me like to come get the gun. And
4: Matt, Matt Rule just drove all around Texas and recruited. What? You know, Name a car you've bought that actually came with something besides just, just the vehicle itself.
6: Well, I bought – I mean, I haven't bought a car in a long time because of uh, my, my lucrative Chevrolet yeah. deal. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. okay. But, you know, when, when I used to work with that big, black, beautiful cat on the corner of Figueroa and Jefferson – Felix Chevrolet and Cadillac Do you guys know about the cat? I don't Would I don't. you like me to tell you? Yes, Please. yes. You know, He's bent down at the knees a little bit as you see In the sign because he's ready to pounce on you With a goddamn great deal <laughs> <laughs> He's got his fiery Green neon eyes right Oh my god. He's got a hand on the hip Why? Because Felix the cat is Comfortable with his sexuality He doesn't <laughs> need to be judged by you And he's pointing at you Singling you out saying you gotta come In and get a great deal <laughs> on an Escalade or an SRX or a Chevy Blazer or Equinox. Hmm. Let me tell you something. Working with Felix Chevrolet and Cadillac and that beautiful iconic sign in the city of Los Angeles was really one of the great footholds in my early radio career. (laughs) And I could, you know, it takes about 40 seconds to get through, you know, all the things about the cat. And when you're a young radio guy working by yourself, that clock's very important it stares at you oh was that that the old mandarin station petros yes it yeah. turned into a korean station
5: yeah,
1: yeah. I
6: remember that very <laughs> nice nice setup they had over there in santa monica korean sounds like a different i mean it's it's what does it, it sound like it sounds like you're like i mean i can't speak korean i can just but it just sounds like you're egging somebody on you know like
4: Wait, can we? So, how would it sound if, like, like Mike McDaniel on one side listening to Korean radio? What would that sound like? No. Stop it, no. <laughs> Mike McDaniel. <laughs> yeah. Well, Lavar does a, a pretty good yeah, Mike McDaniel. Who's Mike McDaniel? The head
1: coach of the Dolphins. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that guy.
3: Yeah, <laughs> this guy, Darth Vader. <laughs> <Baker. laughs> <laughs> this, this, this guy, petra <laughs> I'm
6: concerned about my future. <laughs>
3: I just want to be friends with you, Petros.
6: <laughs> God,
3: I don't, I don't that know. inspires
6: me to hit the A gap.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I really want you to get downhill and get, get the ball and get the A gap, Petros.
6: Mike McDaniel—he's the guy with the glasses and all. Yes. That. Yeah, that's, oh yeah, vape on the sideline. Big vapor. Oh, he vapes. You yeah. know, there are so oh, yeah. many vapors these days. Like, that's and people me. really are sneaky. Yeah, you know, you're are. like talking to somebody, and all of a sudden they have something in their mouth, and all of a sudden they're like. Whoosh. And you're like, what? What just happened? What was that? Was that weed? Was it tobacco? What are you What, what are you vaping? Yeah, <laughs> like a ghost, <laughs> which is different than the giant robot D vaping, right? Where you have like a huge, it looks like a giant microphone from the '70s, and like it fills up your car with smoke, like a Cheech yeah. and Chong movie. Yeah. Like you've seen that. Those people, yeah, right? Right. yeah. Like yeah. The, Like they're like a dragon with, uh, you know, (laughs) but usually like that kind of vaping with like the huge thing that looks like, you know, you need to talk with the thing against your throat, like a (laughs) South Park, yeah, like that kind of vaping usually comes along with like a huge beard and some ear gauges. Oh yeah. And maybe like a leather vest. Yep.
1: Hmm. It's a fair
6: point. (laughs) But yeah, Korean sounds different than, you know, Japanese and Chinese. What does it sound like? One more time. <laughs> <laughs> but if you guys ever watch, like, I love these yakuza movies. Like this guy, there's a lot of great ones, but this guy, a uh, beat Takeshi, this Japanese filmmaker. I mean, Quentin Tarantino copied like half his stuff. He's he's awesome, and that is different. Like the yakuza movies where they're cutting off each other's fingers. It's a real guttural, like uh, you know, they're like the way they talk to each other, <laughs> very aggressive. You know, it's like it's really. <laughs> I watch a lot of foreign film here.
1: <laughs> Petros. Get him on Twitter, at the old P. Uh, we are up against the Petros, but we appreciate uh, always a fun ride every single Wednesday oh, here on Fox Sports
6: Radio. The, the best UB40 album is Money called uh, Labor of Love 2.
4: Oh. Labor of Love Labor of and Love, love and 2. 2. You don't hear that very often where the number 2 is better than 1. Yeah.
6: There's about 4. Well, 1 has red, red wine on it. Now 1 is damn good. But 2 is very especial. There it oh. is. Uh, Petros, you're the best. We appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. You guys thought I wouldn't like a white guy reggae band. Yeah. I didn't know about you before.
3: <laughs>
0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. oh. oh.